So this year, I'm really focused on my health, sticking to a routine, and that's why I've been loving Symbiotica. Symbiotica is one of the fastest growing health and wellness companies out right now, and they're one of the only brands that are wholly committed to your health. They don't use any seed oils, no preservatives or toxins in their supplements. They source the best ingredients from all around the world, and they're super easy to take when you're on the go. They also taste good. I try to stay really consistent with my morning routine and something that I always include is taking my supplements every single day. I've been taking these Symbiotica supplements and loving them. My goal has been to support my immune system with the supplements that I've been taking. So I've been taking them every morning with my coffee and my breakfast. Joe does as well. And I've been really loving the results that I've been seeing. My routine, I have my eggs in the morning, I take a Symbiotica and I'm ready to take on the day, hit the gym, I'm more alert, I just feel good. What's even better is that Symbiotica makes it a breeze to stay on track. With a subscription, your supplements arrive at your doorstep every month. Ready to feel the results? Head over to Symbiotica.com and use Bachelor for 15% off your subscription order. I think when, when you're in a relationship, being able to travel with somebody is like one of the best things you could do. I agree. I think some of our best memories together are exploring new places and relaxing somewhere on a beach. So we've been working with the brand Beachbound Vacations to find our next perfect beach vacation. And instead of spending hours searching for your perfect beach, take the perfect beach finder quiz and let Beachbound do the heavy lifting for you. Go to beachbound.com to get started today. I mean, I love it. I can't wait for our next vacation. To get started, go to beachbound.com, click be the first to try, and then select take our quiz. There's a whole collection of black lead products that fit into your daily routine. Show black founders some love, not just during Black History Month, but all year long. There is power in every purchase because every time we buy a black lead brand, we make room for another black lead brand. Black founders and the products they bring to the table are creating a whole new world of choices at Walmart. Welcome back, Happy Hour listeners. Thank you for joining us another week. And thank you to my incredible co-host, Tasha for joining me again, girl. Of course. And we have so much to talk about today because this last episode was a doozy. I like... There wasn't even that much to talk about other than Greg, though. Here's the thing. Like, a lot went down, but it was really only with one person, which I will say is... Unfortunate because it's hometowns and we obviously met several families who were incredible. Um, But a a lot of the episode and the drama and the conversation was centric around Greg, which we will get into. But before that, I just want to announce that we have a great guest coming on today. Somebody that you have all asked for for a while now. And that is Mr. Andrew S. Who will be joining us very shortly. Um, Patasha. Yes. Let's get into last night because, uh, you know, you were there. You were part of this hometown week, which was a little bit different than usual because instead of meeting four families, we only met three. And most uh, the first two seemed pretty straightforward, correct? Um, How was she feeling this week? You know, this week she was pretty nervous. And I think that we had that conversation right before her going into hometowns. And it's just because... It's no longer just you and the guy. It's also involving their families now. And so it just kind of really puts things into perspective and makes it more of a reality. Like, okay, if we do walk away together, 
this is going to be my potential new family. Mm-hmm. So at that point, I think she was really nervous and she just wanted to make the right decision and have the right guys there. Mm-hmm. Um, after having Blake in Justin's hometown, I think she thought it went great. I think she was very excited to meet Greg's family. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm I'm not going to lie. Being there, the reason why I say it was such a doozy though, but being there this week was very heavy. Mm-hmm. Katie was coming off of a lot of breakups and she was starting to get nervous. Like if this is really going to work for her, she had some great guys left, but it was just like, okay, what if somebody else leaves? Or what if I don't feel it once I meet their family? Or, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? There was so much going through her mind. So it was just, it was really tough. It was really tough mm-hmm. for her. Well, it's it's so much more heightened. This week is when, as you said, shit gets really, really yeah. real because you start yeah. to realize, okay, it's not just going to be me and this one person at the end of this. It's going to yeah. be families that are going to one day be combined. And when you ultimately get married you don't just marry that one person you marry into the families and so I think she took it so seriously and it just adds this added layer of pressure because once you meet the family and you see how much they love their sons it's like no one wants to hurt any of the sons but that's what's about to happen and so it's a lot let me ask you this because I just want to get into the Greg stuff because he always since night one he got the first impression rose. He was always a front runner. He was yes. always somebody that I think we all could see would be there till the end. Yeah. And we have to just get into this conversation between the two of them after she met his, you know, had that conversation with his mom and he sat down with her and he really opened up a lot about how he has never been this vulnerable. He's never felt this way. Like he's falling in love then we see a switch and it seems like I'm missing something like that mm. first initial conversation that they had that something seems to be off because what we see is Greg being so open and Katie, at least for me as a viewer, this seems like the first time really that she was at a loss for words where like she really didn't have. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Like she, usually she has, incredible responses that are very present with the men you know she's able to read the room and read the vibe with anyone she's interacting with and this was Mm -hmm. the first time where I as a viewer felt like Katie what's going on like knock 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 what what's happening and that's where I'm wondering and you know obviously I'm sure that conversation went much longer than what we saw Mm. but the moment where Greg finishes opening up to her and her response was, I like looking at you. I was like, ah, shit, this is going to not go well after this. Um, it just, uh, and and it didn't seem like Katie. It did not seem like Katie. And that's, and he noticed that obviously he addressed that and called her out on that the next day when he went to go talk with her. But it's interesting to see it because we've all been, well, not we've all, Tisha, you and I have been kind of where he is um, as a contestant dating a lead. And we have so many emotions and feelings and we really want to get to this next level with the person we're dating. Yeah. But then we can understand it from Katie's point of view as the bachelorette and coming from a former lead who I said, I'm not going to tell any guy that I love them or that I'm falling in love with them until the last day when it's just one man standing. 
I could kind of relate to her too, where I think in her mind, she had so much more she wanted to say, but she was really, really holding back because I think in her mind, she's like, just be patient with me. Like, just give me two more weeks, Greg. Like we will get there. Like, I feel so confident in us. She didn't obviously say that, which maybe she should have, and maybe things would have gone a little bit differently, but it was such a strange conversation and I feel like we missed so much and I'm just sitting there like Katie I know anything give him anything I I think this is where you know she had that cardinal rule like I'm not going to tell anybody I love them until the final day and it's just because she doesn't want anyone to feel but why couldn't she tell him that Uh, this is the thing I don't know and I think that obviously it took a lot for Greg to be vulnerable and I think that Like you had just said, as a viewer, Katie has been so, you know, meaningful with all of her words. Her responses are amazing and the validation that she gives. And and she always has the right thing to say Mm -hmm. because it's heartfelt and it's real. However, in this moment, I think he was actually searching for that. I don't know if he was necessarily searching for, I love you or I'm falling in love with you as well. Mm -hmm. But I think he was searching for anything katie's words yeah you know what i mean like he was waiting for that response and he didn't get that Mm -hmm. and that's even what he said he's like i'm not looking for you to tell me you love me right now i'm just looking for anything that's not robotic and so it was i i mean i i I can see both sides so i can feel for both of them absolutely Um, I and I understand again, like I was Kate in Katie's position. I was the one who was like, I can't say those words until it's one man left. So I completely understand that. But I think in that moment, because he's gone through a little bit more and I think has shared a little bit more about his background and his story and where he's at, you know, especially with his father passing away and kind of how that's changed him as a man, I think she could have given him more validation than she did and without saying I love you or I'm falling in love with you Mm. but even just to explain things more of like look like anything whatever it would have been but I think it would have been okay for her to be like I have all of these feelings for you right now and I don't want to have word vomit and say anything that is disrespectful to anyone else and that's too much and I'm waiting to reserve these words or the sentiment for one man at the end and I just hope that you can respect that but yeah it just I felt it it was kind I I I felt torn watching it and then god the moment though that got me is this is the next day when Greg goes back and talks to her this is the first time where we really see him question her where he really which I appreciated he kind of held her feet to the fire and didn't just let it go and didn't just say okay you know I feel confident in us and he actually got to this place I think in his head where he's like if you can't give me what I'm asking for right now in this moment I have to remove myself god in the moment when she went and ran after him and found him sitting I don't even know how she found him he was he he was hiding but the moment where they were kind of going back and forth and not, I don't want to say yelling at each other, but like having this heated conversation. And then when he just left her on the cold ground and walks away, I was just like, oh, shit. Yeah, shit just this, hit the fan. This is, well, this is what we've seen in the teasers where she's like, I'm done. I want a plane ticket home. And I've been waiting for, I was like, what, what causes her to get to this point? Like, what's it, what is it going to be? And it, it was great. There are so many twists and turns and Katie doesn't even know what the hell is like around the next corner. It is insane. Yeah. There's a lot that we 
I hope have left to see. I mean, yes. at the end of the day, it ends. Caitlin goes in the bathroom, has this chat with her, and she says that she wants an airplane ticket home. So does Katie get that airplane ticket and go home? Or does she continue to find love? We will have to wait to find out. And I'm telling you, I am at the edge of my seat right now because yeah. I really have no idea about what is to happen. So um, Tasha, we just have to bring on our guest right now, the man Can't of the wait. hour. Again, we didn't see him go home this week, but somebody that we've been wanting to chat with for a while. So without further ado, please welcome Andrew S. Everybody. Welcome to Bachelor Happy Hour. We you You've Ben, somebody we've been wanting to talk to for quite some time. I mean, you. I was kind of getting scared that no one wanted to talk to me. <laughs> <laughs> they were actually like, we'll pay you guys extra if you interview <laughs> Andrew because. <laughs> well, I just kept seeing everyone get to go on. I was like, what's going on? Is something wrong with me? I didn't know what's going on. <laughs> no, nothing. Well, hopefully nothing's wrong with you, but we're excited <laughs> to have you. You've been somebody that all of our followers and listeners have been wanting us to chat with. So thank you for joining us today. Um, so you, before we started recording, you mentioned that you literally just got off of a flight from Austria, correct? Yeah, I did. Uh, 10 hours. Um, so it's been brutal. Uh, and then I came straight into um, hanging out with everyone else. I've, I've been gone since February. Um, wow. And then I went the show so mm -hmm. i was just like i have no family contact no friend contact so um i'm on i'm like limbs right now just trying to <laughs> stay awake and you know, just, you know be around everyone okay well well this will be fun we won't keep you for too too long because we know that you're busy and obviously we would want you to catch up with your friends and your family which right. we will get into very shortly because we have a lot to cover with the family um but before we start today i'm just going to address the elephant in the room obviously i'm sure hopefully it's something that you want to address as well and just kind of nip it in the bud here but there were some tweets from years ago that had recently resurfaced that you obviously had typed out and posted so i'm going to leave the floor for you briefly to address that to say anything that you want to say and then we'll get into the rest of the interview yeah, um, you know, like I'm super saddened and, you know, embarrassed that those tweets came up. Um, you know, definitely not the person who I am today. Uh, I was like a young, childish, immature, and that's exactly what those tweets were, uh, just super immature. Um, and, you know, I've lived overseas the last three years. You know, obviously I've seen different things. I've been around different cultures and people. Um, so it's, I'm a different person completely. Um, and, you know, I just, I just want to make sure that everyone knows that in my heart, I don't really ever go out to try to, you know, make someone feel bad. Um, and, you know, I mean, I've, I've grown so much and, you know, and I've always been super positive. And, you know, I just got caught, caught up in the moment trying to, you know, have some attention, create some laughs. I think um, mm -hmm. that, you know, it was a little bit too much too over the top. And, you know, I apologize for that. Uh, but at the end of the day, you know, you know, I own it. And, you know, I'm not going to shy away from it. And, you know, that's just who I am. It's part of me, uh, part of my past. And I just look, I'm looking forward to moving forward. I stay in the present. And like I said, I wanted to stay positive as possible. A lot of people were kind of worried why I haven't said anything about this piece. Uh, and I don't like to dwell on negative, negative moments, negative uh, things in my life. So um, I'm positively just keep moving forward and um, hopefully nothing like this ever comes up again. And I, I hope that people know my character um, by seeing me talk and being around me. Uh, that's really important. Uh, I take it really to heart. You know, see who the man I've become and the way I act and, you know, our interactions. Um, 
And secondly, I've been getting like this hate for not loving, you know, black people or self-love and black women. That's false. <laughs> I love black women. Um, I've been actively dating black women since I can remember. And I just want to shut that down because uh, that's, that's ridiculous. Um, and that's very hurtful to me because, you know, I do take a lot of pride in, you know, my community and just, you know, my upbringing. And I said, black women in general, you know, I'm raised from a single black woman, uh, my sisters, uh, my cousins, and, you know, I've seen how black women may be treated differently in the eye of, you know, America. And uh, that's definitely not something um, I, you know, choose to shy away from. I definitely want to support black women in any and everything. Uh, and I'm definitely looking for black love as well. So I'm not like some guy that just only dates one person. I've dated multiple different races, especially living overseas, you know. Um, so I just wanted to clear there on that. And uh, yeah, that's pretty much all I asked. Let me ask you this because I'm sure being in the position that you are in, um, not only being on this show and having the platform now, but you obviously, you know, you're an athlete and I'm sure you have many younger kids, especially male male younger men um looking up to you and is there anything going through all of this now and having all of these tweets resurface and having people you know think one way about you any advice that you could give to the younger generation that perhaps look up to you or that you know find so much value within social media anything that you've learned that you could give advice to them about i mean obviously now uh, be conscious of what you tweet um even though uh, you might not think anyone's watching. There's always someone's gonna, someone's watching. It's always gonna affect the future. Uh, but at the same time, don't compromise who you are. Uh, like, I'm not gonna compromise myself because people who are wanting me to do this and wanting me to do that. Like, I'm, a, I'm apologizing because I feel like it's necessary and in a way that I can still get to be myself. I don't want anyone to feel like they're forcing me to do something. Uh, like, I don't need to apologize. Like, I want to. Um, and I just want to make sure that everyone just stays themselves and, you know, don't get into their heads about it. You know, I think talking with some of the guys, like it's really tough for them um, dealing with the social media and people coming after them. And, you know, just, it's really tough to just, you know, just remain yourself because you want to, you want to please everybody, but at the same time, you can't please everyone. So um, that's just been the main thing for me. Mm-hmm. Let me ask you this. Cause there's one tweet in particular that uh, you, you stated something about wanting to be the bachelor. So when all of the stuff in the house is going around with the guys and Thomas about being bachelor, was there any part of you that was like, oh, shit, I, I, I hope I, no one finds I, out about this. I was this. shocked to see that tweet. Um, I definitely think I was just some young 18 year old who saw the show, the guy with 30 girls and was like, oh, I want to be the bachelor. Uh, I don't think there was any logic behind any of that besides just me being, you know, an arrogant, you know, dumb, dumb kid. Um, I think it's hilarious that that even is a thing. Uh, that was not any of my intentions going on in the show at all. Uh, but I think that was really funny that that was one of the tweets that popped <laughs> up. <laughs> I mean, look, here's the thing. We've, and Tasha and I have talked about this. It's something that crosses people's minds, I think, more often than anyone's willing to admit. And so... I don't think... I don't think we thought... I, and I can vouch for all the guys in the house. I don't think anyone really wants to be the bachelor. Um, I would say more, more so they just want to be a, be a part of the show, be a part of the experience. Um, like no, wait, what? People want to be the bachelor and people want to be the bachelorette. I promise. I don't I, know about that. 
I wouldn't say I want it to be, I would say I, I live a life where I like to get I get like to do different things and experience different things. So for me going on the show was like, Oh, I get to experience this. And not a lot of people could say that, it, that they have. Mm-hmm. And on top of that, like I've always wanted to, you know, find a girl, whatever. So why not take, you know, you already know right off the jump that they're going to give you a really good girl. So at the end of the day, if I figure it out and try to be the best self and try to win her and not just, in, not, and also to show myself, someone viewing can be like, Oh, dang, I want that guy. And then that's, you know, it's just, it's bigger than that. I, I don't think anyone was just really thinking about becoming the bachelor. Uh, I, I, I know I wasn't, that's for sure. Okay. Well, Andrew, if it was ever offered to you, what would you say? Uh, after like knowing all the stuff that comes with it, probably no. Uh, <laughs> like with you heard it from him out, first, ladies and gents. Wow. <laughs> I, I, I just, you know, I would love the chance to find um, you know, a girl through that process. I love that, but I don't, I hate everything that comes with it. Like I hate, you know, people deep diving into my life. Um, you know, I made a mistake when I was younger. Um, and I got like a DUI or whatever. And the first thing that hits the tip of papers is that, and I have like a 10 year old nephew and she, and he's like loving, you know, the fame, like, Oh, my uncle's famous, whatever. And he goes and Googles me every once in a while. Um, and then he Googled me and he he sends me a text and he's like, Hey uncle, um, were you ever arrested? I'm like, where's this coming from? And I didn't know that that someone posted that already. Mm-hmm. And, you know, that's really tough for me to explain to my 10 year old mm-hmm. nephew that, you know, I was an idiot at some point and, you know, like, and then they had to learn that way without me at least giving a lesson or like, you know, yeah. me talking to him personally. So I hate that aspect of it. I hate, um, yeah, I just, that's just not me. That's not who I am. I've always been a positive person and I feel like, in this light now a day and age with the show is people are starting to look for the negative stuff mm-hmm. and not really focusing on the positive things that guy or people are doing and like to me like that's just you know it's, it's like a turnoff to me yeah a lot comes with you know the quote-unquote fame or um right. the spotlight for a minute mm-hmm. it's something I think- we've all gone through and it's definitely not fun but yeah yeah and i um, think like to play off of andrew what you were saying when you first I'm sure signed up or were approached however you got on to be on the show. You looked at it in the way of like, this is going to be fun. I have this experience that, you know, 25 to 30 people get to do each year. And, you know, in the past we were able to travel. There was so much positive incentive to it where, you know, you know, you're going to date somebody great. You're probably going to form a lot of friendships from it. Like you look at the bright side of things and I don't think people who now go on the show realize like how heavy and deep and dark it can actually be yes. like people going into your oh, past and it's super dark. It's, it's a lot harder. And I think the best thing is like, you guys, we always talk about the bromance, but literally if it wasn't for the guys and talking every single day after shows and seeing tweets, you know, I, I can, I can 100% say, I don't know how like I would be, mm-hmm. you know, mentally because, right. uh, you know, you, you, you see everything, you know, people post, you'll pop up, you know, it's like, you can't just not see it. Mm-hmm. So I think, you know, us just banding together and having each other's back um, is great. And then you guys, you know, being the leads, I don't know who you really lead on and lean on for that. You know what I mean? So like, it's super hard to really just, cause not everyone knows what you're going through. And, you know, I don't know how Katie did it. Uh, I feel like she gets a lot of flack um, and, you know, just making sure I, I just I just hope she's doing well and has someone to you know lean on when people are saying these things whatever so 
Um, yeah, I mean, it's, it's definitely tough. I love everything about the, like, I love the bachelor process. Uh, I just, I think the fans are killing me a little bit too much right now. <laughs> yeah, but It'll, they, they, they can be a little too much at times. Like it's, it's um, nice. It's definitely, the support is amazing. However, when every single move is criticized, it's mm-hmm. just like, yes, that's the thing. Humans, so. They always say that, you know, we have an unrealistic viewpoint for love or whatever. But the, the unrealistic, like they put on us, mm-hmm. <laughs> expectations yeah. they put on us, is, it's crazy. Yeah, um, yeah, so. it is. It's definitely much harder, I think, coming out of any season than people realize, and that's why I think we always say, like, I, and I hate to use this phrase, but like, give people grace. Like, we're all humans at the end of the day. Like, there's not really a rule book for this process and for being right. on a TV show to go from, you know, a random nobody, not even a nobody, but just, you know, like your typical yeah. person and to like, going and being fast. It's like, thrust. when next thing you know, mm-hmm. it's all coming in. You, you got the love, taking the love. I and mean, then obviously there's going to be negative comments. That's fine. But like some of the negative comments are just like. It's next people level. Are, and people are like, well, yeah. you signed up for this. And you're like, okay, I did, but not that. Yeah. <laughs> you, you can't, like, you can't right. expect Just it. Because, you... you know, I get this, you know, platform or this, you know, ability to, to have this kind of fame, if you want to call it. Um, doesn't yeah. give you the ability to just kind of shun. The us. level of criticism you know I mean? is yeah. outrageous. Yeah. yeah. I signed it's up cool. for love not to be criticized. Yeah. There's a I, clear a difference. Like, you know, I didn't yeah. sign up to like. <laughs> that's you know, see, that, that <laughs> that's what you sign up for. If, if that yeah. is different. Um, for love. <laughs> the, the good thing that, you know, not that it's easy, but somebody is always doing something in a day or a week to take the pressure off of you. There's always something going on in Bachelor Nation. So I know it probably seems hard right now. Um, I promise you it will get easier and you just kind of kind of ride the wave a bit. I I love the interactions with people. And obviously, um, Mike P just had an interaction that was amazing. Um, so like, there's really good stuff that comes with being a bachelor or being on the bachelor. Wow, whatever. Um, Wait, Mike P. Oh yeah. Um. So someone reached out to him. Um. She was struggling with cancer and she wanted to talk to Mike P. Mike P. Talked to her. Um. And it was a really beautiful moment. Um. He posted it on his Instagram and uh, I I got to briefly talk to her, shared a message with her. Um. So honestly, like, there's just so much beauty that comes out of it. But uh, I don't want to focus on the negatives because that's just, like I said, mm-hmm. not who I am. Yeah. That's the stuff that I love. Right. Well, okay. We'll, we'll get away from the heavy stuff right now. We want to get into the more fun, exciting, because obviously we saw you night one come out of the limo. You, uh, which I will say this, I'm kind of bummed that you didn't come on the podcast like you did night one with the accent. Um, I've been getting a lot of flack. People say I use it too much. Uh, really? Honestly, I liked it. Really? Like, this is where you need to stop listening to people. I Who promise cares? you. You're like, oh, he's doing it again. Like, oh, God. No, <laughs> I think it's great. Because they can't do it and they don't um, do it as well no, as you do. You were there, Tasha. Um, yeah. I'm disappointed that they didn't play my proposal. Yeah, that's the one. That was elite. I thought... <laughs> Did that you was say my elite? Best that was elite. <laughs> accent right there. It was next level. Next Even level. I was like, I'm sorry. Caitlin and I were looking at each other like, the hell? Our guys better <laughs> learn how to have an accent tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> it just hits in a totally different way. Okay, so I don't know how long you've been doing the accent for, but obviously um, you 
okay, do you currently, I know that you did in the past, but do you currently live in Vienna? Yes. Um, so okay. the last three years I've spent half my time in Vienna and half my time in the States. Um, gotcha. So I originally was trying to come out and speak German. Uh, German is just not the sexiest language in the world. So, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. so I had to, I had to switch it up. Be like, and, are you yelling at me? What is yeah, going on? Here? I mean, like I have like one of these terms, like du hast schöne Augen. Um, and that means like you have beautiful eyes that I was going to do. And they're just like, eh, there's not really anything that carries. I'm sorry, what? <laughs> uh, so I was just like, you know what? Uh, I got I can do a British accent. And um, that went way better. Mm-hmm. Was moving to Austria a huge culture shock for you? I mean, I don't even know yes. anyone yes. that lives out there aside from you, which I just met you. So yeah. it's not very often that I meet someone that's in Austria. Um, you know, and my family, we just never really went anywhere. We Traveled, kind of yeah. a bit of a box. Uh, so it's like, you know, you know your cousins who live maybe in South Carolina and you just go yeah. and back. Like that was our vacation. I was like, all right, fine. Um, and then now I go to start flying over the world and like my family's like, well, now I want to travel. So uh, <laughs> yeah, but cool. it was definitely a culture shock. Um, you know, obviously walking around and people don't speak English, trying to figure it out. That's actually one of my favorite things, though. I, and I, I, my phone's always dead. So <laughs> uh, like walking around, you just kind of have to figure it out and just kind of ask questions and uh, you get to interact with people. So that's, that's when really cool. I started to love being there. Um, when my phone would die and just be able to, you know, figure it out. Just being in a different country um, was super cool. And wait, one last thing. You're with team members, right? Or were you by yourself when you first moved? Um, you have one other import. So there's like okay. two Americans and okay, the rest cool. are just all Austrian. Um, so you just really they, just learned the language. pretty good English. Uh-huh. There's just a time where they just start going off in German and you're just like, <laughs> like figure out what they're saying. That's I've so downloaded cool. Duolingo. So, I mean, I, I do a little bit of German, spe- German speaking, but it's not very good. So, um, okay. Before we get into this season, so you obviously just mentioned family, you know, they want to start traveling more with you, but there is something that we can't miss because you have a connection in Bachelor Nation in the family. And so, yeah. which I feel like we're coming full circle now because it was a guy from my season. So one of my ex-boyfriends <laughs> is Andrew's cousin to all of our listeners. If you Crazy. don't remember Mr. Clay Harbor, who yeah. was on my season, um, did he kind of get your foot in the door with the show or how did, like, did he give you advice? Like, give me all the background between the two of you. Yeah. Um, you know, he, he, he likes to take credit for everything. Of but course he does. He really, of course he does. He really did <laughs> nothing. My, I mean, him, him and a, a group of his friends um, that are also on The Bachelor, I got to, you know, know them. I started living with Clay when um, I'd come back from Austria. I was like, hey, yeah, you know, I like getting my own place. Like, can I stay with you? Um, and then we became like best friends. And then I started hanging out oh. with like Joe and uh, Dustin so um, it's honestly like a group effort. Those guys are like, you need to be on the show. And I was like, I don't know. And then like they, they put my name in and then I got a call and I was like, uh, did you want to be on the show? I was like, oh, this is, this is really This happening. is real. It's- uh, this is real. And I was like, yeah, we'll, uh, we'll go through the process. I know the fact that you're friends with Joe. I love it. Yeah, I saw I saw that you and Joe were together. I'm like, oh, Joe, he's just the best. I'm glad that it's nice though that you have people from this world that have mm-hmm. already gone through it that are close yeah. to you that you already had some sort of friendship with before that you can lean on because yeah, it, yeah, like going back to what we were saying earlier, it's a scary, crazy world that you just really can't plan for. Right. So I'm glad that you have them all there. Um, 
getting into the season, night one, you come out of the limo, you have the accent. Did you feel an instant connection with Katie fresh out of the gate? Mm. Well, I mean, I knew from like watching, you know, watching back or watching the whatever the thing was that we were gonna we were gonna hit it off. Um, I felt like she had a very exuberant, you know, personality, and that's who I am. I come with energy, and that's just that's just like you know, at the end of the day, if you know, I don't say something right or you know, don't make the right moves. If as long as I'm smiling and bring good energy, we're gonna we're gonna be okay. Um, so like that's kind of what it was. I'm was super nervous that night, though. Not gonna lie to you. Um, and it was really cold, so uh, I was really nervous about how my execution was going to go with my British accent. Um, but, you know, I, I knew right away that, you know, we would connect on a, you know, a very good level. Mm-hmm. You well, were on a like bunch of, yeah, I think, well, that, didn't you say, I don't know, you like held her hands when you were up there with her. And I remember her saying, yeah. like, you guys like connected in that moment. Like, yeah, I just felt yeah, really safe I, there. You know, so it was really it, cool. It was, uh, I don't know, we were, I feel like every single time we were with each other, it felt just like us. Like, yeah. you know what I mean? You know, obviously That's you kind of become like a little bit different just to, you know, kind of ease yourself into people. I don't think we ever had to do that. We were just, you know, 100% us the whole time. So it was mm-hmm. that she made it easier for me. And I feel like, you know, I kind of made it easier for her. You seemed more comfortable with each other than it felt like she was with some guys. And maybe that's mm-hmm. because you were charming. She you were kind of funny with the accent because and then you stopped the accent. She's like, wait, what? Who's this man? But it was a good icebreaker. Um, we didn't see you get a one-on-one date for a while. We obviously mm-hmm. saw you go through a few group dates before that couple yeah. did one-on-one. Out of all of those group dates, what one was your favorite? Out of the group dates? Um, I don't know. Oh, the painting one for sure. Way mm. of the painting? painting one was mm-hmm. hilarious. Oh. I think that was probably one of the funnest days. Um, obviously, Blake's uh, comments to uh, <laughs> self-portrait, um, probably still one of the funniest things. <laughs> I don't know. Like I said, um, coming on the show, I just wanted to experience everything and, and like do everything 100% full. And obviously, you know, when Katie came out and doubled down on it, she was like, take this seriously, do this. Like I went to every group date like having fun, you know, mm-hmm. and I yeah. knew like at the end of the day, like if I'm going to be dating this girl, like we're going to have to be around other people. We got to be able to, you know, interact with other people and, you know, still kind of have affection with each other as well. Um, Cause you know, I have a lot of friends that I love to be around and I want, you know, my girl to be around me as well um, with my friends. So I, I took, I was having a ball, like every, 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 um, every date that we went to, you know, I was just having so much fun and I just was just present. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's, I think that, I think she noticed that a little bit as well. Um, like I wasn't really just like super sad that she was talking to someone else, you know? Um, okay. Going into the group dates, there was one moment where it probably wasn't ideal for you, where it wasn't all fun and laughs. And that mm-hmm. is when you and Trey kind of went head to head and ah. had differing mm-hmm. views and opinions on how everything with Katie should be approached. Looking back now, are you glad that you stood firm? Do you wish you would have handled things differently? Wait, before you answer this question, I have to say this like argument was probably the first one that I've actually seen on, I don't know, on the show where I was like, I can actually see both sides and I yeah. don't know <laughs> what's best, which one I would appreciate more like as the lead. 
I really oh, Tisha and I have had this conversation, and we know. And I can, I can, I can break it down right now. For I sure. mean, um, I, I need it because, like, I feel like I could go both ways. So please, uh, looking at it from my point of view, I, I didn't, I didn't see anything that was, you know, um, important enough for her to to be told. Uh, obviously, with the Thomas thing, like he he literally cleared the air in front of everyone. He told yeah. her the red flags. Um, at that point, I was like, well, she knows everything she needs to know. Um, that's her decision to make. Mm-hmm. And they were like talking about their relationship with Thomas, about how, you know, um, he went back on a lie. I'm like, he doesn't have to tell you anything. Like, he could lie to you all he wants. He's not here for you. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? And I was just like, and I'm such a non-drama guy when it comes to this. I hate it. Like, I hate, mm-hmm. I hate that kind of crap. And I hate like having to talk about it. Right. Um, like, in person i was just like can we be done like and you know i'm from chicago so we don't we don't talk about anyone else's like personal you stay in your own lane and uh, i was getting a little frustrated with because you know people were losing time and i was like if i lose time i'm gonna be real pissed mm-hmm. you know and i'm like she already made it clear um that she's got like a, a no she's got she's not fucking around um so like she means business and i was like all right well why are we doing this knowing that she will shut it down and like we have a short amount of time, you know, to make this a real thing. And that's what, that was the only thing that was on my mind. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think the guys were, it kind of got to like a voting off the Island thing. And I was just like not having that. Um, it didn't matter about my, me and Thomas's relationship. We weren't close. Like I never really even talked to him at all. But at this point I was just like, if you go and, you know, tell on him, someone's going to lose time and mm-hmm. that can be going home. Like, and that's what I was trying to focus on. And mm-hmm. uh, they had other agendas. Did it seem like when you and Trey were having this conversation, because it was on the group date, the, the evening portion, and m- other men were around you both, did it seem like any of the guys were taking one side or over the other? Or when oh, they decided to be out of danger. It? It was oh, it was? Oh, and I'm, I don't care. Like, I'm going to be me. I'm going to be 1,000% me. Like, mm-hmm. I'm not going to compromise who I am to in this group or this click you know what i mean like i don't care i was just like hey i know that someone's gonna go home at the end of this and i don't want it to be me yet mm-hmm. and i want to have every single second that i can to make an impact on this woman um to maybe create something you know after the show or whatever mm-hmm. uh, so i wasn't gonna you know compromise that at all yeah well at this point if everyone is against you and saying like oh katie deserves to know they're all obviously gonna go tell her so you could yeah. just kind of Sit back and be it. like, she's going to know exactly. when I'm going to enjoy my time with her. Exactly. Um, and it, I know a lot of the guys who went home were pissed because they didn't get time. And I was like, this is what you guys asked for. And we even came up with a, with a, a proposal for, you know, Thomas to go and talk to her in front of us, you know, like confess. I'm like, that's, that's way better. Like, all right, we're all in the same room. We got our time. Like, Thomas, confess. You know, we got you. <laughs> there's nothing else you can do like and then he goes and does his little thing and and now everything's messed up so i was just like are you usually this cool as a cucumber or is this advice mr clay harbour and joe Amade <laughs> has given you so much credit so, i mean <laughs> so much credit. i'm just trying to crack uh, the code but here, he did Andrew. have clay and joe on the season they weren't there 
No, I know, but I'm just asking. I still talk to them about this. <laughs> they went home oh, this first two weeks. Week, Damn. <laughs> no, Joe went home after two Nine hours, months. okay? Yes, exactly. Let's be really really okay, wait, you're right. You probably shouldn't take any advice from us. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> I will I will say though, Joe gives some of the best, most solid advice. You know, even though he was only around for twenty four hours on my season, oh, I would yeah, take yeah, Joe's Joe advice over so it. many people. Just do what you want to do. Just scroll it. <laughs> <laughs> At the end of the day, who cares? I I love him. Okay, I'm sorry. Moving on. He's gonna be his head's gonna get so big that we were talking about him. I hate it. Why are we talking about Joe so much on this podcast? He deserves it. Um, Anyway. Okay, moving on from the drama that we saw between you and Trey that night. Finally, you get the one-on-one date. And It was interesting going in because you were always somebody that, again, she seems so comfortable with into, but she did mention she needs more. Like, it seemed like there was that friendship that was there, but she needed more maybe passion, if you will, which we did see happen on that date. Obviously, we saw you open up a lot more that evening. Um, You guys had a really, really great conversation. How did Mm -hmm. you feel overall about that entire date with her? Um, I think it had a little bit of everything and that's what I wanted to be able to show her. Like that's, that's everyday dating me. Like we're going to be having laughs, we're going to have serious conversations, we're going to have romance. Um, and that's exactly what I wanted out of that date. Um, you know, the conversations and the way she reacted to them, that was all, was all her, you know, it was just, I, I put it on a table and she just, she ran away with it completely. So I think, the answers to the discussions and, you know, the reactions is what really made the date go so well. Mm-hmm. Um, I, and I, I don't, I wouldn't take any credit for that as well. Like, I think she, she really killed it. And, um, you know, I just was just there to you know, see if she, how she was going to re- you know, it's like dating. It's literally yeah. like going on a date and, you know, treating, like I just treated everything so real and so natural. Um, because that's how I wanted it to, if we're going to get married after this, like I want it to, you know, this is what the life is going to be every day. So, uh, you know, I, I loved our one-on-one date. Um, and I definitely think it really took off from there for sure. Mm-hmm. It was There's a, a fun, lot of romance, it was <laughs> a cute date. I, I actually loved that date. The envelopes I mean, hanging from the trees was like yeah. the cutest thing. Mm-hmm. And then the balloons. The, the, yeah, the balloon room and the lovely yeah. lights. No, I think I think I won the date. I was a little bit nervous because my date didn't start for a while. I was really nervous about that. But uh, no, I, I I think I had the best date out of all the all the guys, all the one on ones. Maybe the June bike might have been the better one. I have a question. A serious question. <laughs> One day, Andrew, you'll get you'll get the dune buggy. Okay, so it was so interesting because. When you ended up going home, I did not see that coming. I, okay, I'm going to, I will be honest. I thought you were top three for the longest time. And so when everything played out, I was like, wait, are you sure she meant to say Andrew, didn't say Andrew's name for that reason? Because I thought you were sticking around. And that goodbye was gut-wrenching. The Mm -hmm. next day we see you go in and you have this, 
extra time, this special moment with Katie, you decide to give her that letter. What originally drew you to do that for her? And first, I want to defend Katie. Uh, I don't think you guys, um, most people heard within like our sit down right before I left. Um, she explains that she didn't want to, you know, meet my mother and my sister. And, you know, knowing that she has stronger relationships with other people. Like, if you really think about it, I don't want to say anything against any other guy, but it's like, she already knew that it wouldn't go that far. Like, why put my family through that and myself through that? Um, right. So I thought it was kind of like really, you know, chivalrous that she, you know, would think of me that far ahead and, you know, kind of just like, hey, you know, I don't want to put you through even more, um, mm -hmm. like drag you through this. Uh, um, but I know there's something there, but it's just, you know, I, I know there's other people with strong relationships and, you know, I, re I really respected that. Mm -hmm. uh, like I said, Katie and I have just like a real, real connection. We can just be straightforward with each other all the time. Um, but the note, uh, yeah, um, that was like I like her running down barefooted uh, down the stairwell, like probably one of the most breathtaking moments of my life. I had no idea that was happening. Um, you know, when I wrote the letter or the note, um, I was definitely talking about um, after a show. Mm -hmm. uh, so it's like, hey, you know, if you don't find your man here. Um, I can definitely be open to, you know, trying this again, you know it's our, it's already easy. We, you know, we know each other's heart. We know each other. It, it just makes sense. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Um, then starting all the way over with someone else that, you know what I mean? Like, it'd be like a shortcut. Right. Um, so I was like, I'd definitely be down for that. Um, you know, and, and a lot of people were a little bit confused by it, but, uh, no, that's 1000% what I meant. And, you know, uh, I just couldn't do the show, you know what I mean? Like go one more rose ceremony, like for what? Mm -hmm. Just get sent home again, like go, mm -hmm. you know, go to fantasy suites for what? You know, I, I, I think of it a little bit. Well, more I'll tell you why the fantasy suites. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so I didn't want to. I didn't want to, you know, go through that. But uh, you know, I just, you know, I wanted to stay true to myself as well, and you know, kind of respect my, you know, I wasn't chosen, uh, mm -hmm. and that's fine. Wait, okay, I need to say this because you said something in that last moment that. I loved I what? and and I don't want to botch exactly what you said, but it was along the lines of, well, you know, I want to be chosen. And in this moment, I don't feel chosen. And so that's yeah. why I had to say no, which I thought was so beautiful. And I know I will say this. I think a lot of the viewers were confused because they saw you give that note to her of, you know, and in the future. Like, me, but like, it yeah, really like chose me, you know, what I mean? right. She's like, all right, let's leave. Let's you leave. Know? Right. All right. Mm -hmm. Let's go. You know what I mean? But that wasn't the case. It was mm -hmm. come back on the show. I was like, yeah, no, I can't do that. Um, yeah. Especially in New Mexico. I was really done with New Mexico. Mm -hmm. I was ready to get out of there. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. I was ready to get out of there. I was like, <laughs> but get me home now, please. You get in that black car and the, the tears are I'm like, oh, I need to go. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> get me out of here. <laughs> but I, I actually really liked how you handled it. And because I feel like it would have been so easy for almost anyone if the lead was running after them and saying like, do you want to stay to be like, okay, yeah. Like let's just stick around and still see. And so I, I actually liked it that I moment. Didn't, if I, if I told you, I, like I didn't go through that before, you know, I've been in that yeah. situation where I went back to that ex, you know what I mean? And mm -hmm. you know, it just was like, Oh, you know, it's oh, right. we all have, we've all been there. You know what I mean? So <laughs> I, I, I've had that kind of heartbreak and I already, I understand like, all right, when, when, when the call quits, when it's done or, you know what I mean? When you can read, 
spark it. You know what I mean? So in that moment, it was not a good time for me. Um, mm-hmm. There's no way that, you know, without even thinking in the back of my head that, you know, you just sent me home, <laughs> that I was going to be, you know, capable to, you know, just kind of move past that on the show. And, you know, just knowing that her connection with Greg and, you know, and, and Blake was just so apparent. Um, yeah. So I knew that I, you know, I couldn't really, I couldn't win uh, mm-hmm. there. So I was just, you know, I was okay with it and I'm okay. It's okay to not be chosen. You don't have, like the world's not over, you know. Mm-hmm. It just means you're going to find the right one sooner. You know, after that. Just, you know it, that just wasn't the person for you at the time. So, mm-hmm. um, you know, I've gotten really good with, you know, breakups. So like, <laughs> <laughs> I know how to end them on good notes. I'm not a, you know, crazy ex-boyfriend or anything by any measures. Um, and I don't want to have a crazy ex-girlfriend. So I want to make sure that if that is one of the things that happens, that we're cool. You know, <laughs> oh, Quote on the podcast, everyone. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we make sure we're still cool. So, you know. Yeah. No, I appreciate that. Um, so speaking of cool, we yes, saw of cool. you <laughs> at Mental All. You seemed great with all the guys it seemed good yeah. with katie obviously Tasha was there to host it and again you did a phenomenal job girl oh, thank um you. how was it being back there Andrew, and... don't take my compliment <laughs> <laughs> no honestly honestly you guys killed it you guys oh, i you wasn't guys there so don't say it. you guys <laughs> i had nothing oh, to do no, with no. that <laughs> caitlin and uh, Tasha, you guys did a phenomenal job i think you guys were hilarious the whole time and, and super light i thought you guys i think that's what the show needed i think the bachelorette needs women uh yeah 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 that's 100 so do i no it was it was it was great and i think that we were both i think we also can relate to you guys too being in those yeah seats and revisiting all those feelings and all that kind of stuff so it was, it was really fun to be able to interview you guys and talk to you guys and have the hot seat. So thank you. I appreciate that. Yeah, no problem. How was being back with all the guys again? Because that was the first time, obviously, since you said goodbye to Katie since filming. Yeah. So what was that like? Um, you know, it was, it's, you know, it's like you never lost a step, you know, you yeah. just come back and it's right back in the place with the same guys and with Katie. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, it was, it was a little bit different seeing Katie, obviously, you know, like I said, to break up on nothing but goods and, you know, on extreme highs, it's, it's weird. Yeah. Why did we just stop out of nowhere? Mm-hmm. So um, that was something that was really tough. Uh, just seeing her up there and she's glowing. So um, my were you nervous? She's probably married or engaged. <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> I was super nervous. Um, uh, it's, I, I didn't know how to react. I saw her come out and she looked great. I was just like, Oh, all right, this is here we are again. <laughs> Wait, did any did any um, old feelings get stirred up? And when you're in those in that moment where you see her again, absolutely, you're just like, oh, I remember her. Like, <laughs> <laughs> it's, uh, so it's been a while, but I remember you. Like, I remember. I remember. You. Um, I cannot that's that's literally how it is, though. You, you, like everything comes rushing back. Mm-hmm. I mean, I know it's been like a, a little bit longer from you know the show when it last aired. Um, but no, I was, it's like, it comes fluttering back really fast. Do you mm-hmm. feel like you got the closure that you needed with her, um, oh, in yeah. talking to her or do you feel like you already had um, that before coming to mental? I think I definitely got the closure I needed. Um, mm-hmm. you know, just from when we first left, 
um, to, you know, obviously having the time to stew on it. And, um, you know, like that little conversation that we had, you know, I just, you know, that mutual respect is there. Um, that's, that's all I needed to know. And, um, you know, she's a good person and, um, I'm sure we'll, our paths will cross at some point and we'll get to hang out. And, um, if, you know, if I'm allowed around, <laughs> uh, I mean, I would definitely, you know, be able to hang out with her. That's for sure. I think we're going to be good friends for a while. Mm-hmm. Good. What is one of the things that you learned most about yourself going through the season? Um, I'm a, I'm super dramatic. You are? Oh my, like, like within like lubby dubby ways. I was just like, God, like you're out here crying. I didn't know that, you know, like the show like brings a, you know, a certain man out of you or certain like an emotional, you know, sensitive. Mm -hmm. That's what, that's the word. Sensitive. I realized I was way more sensitive than I thought I was. Um, And it's not out of you. I'm not mad at, at that came out. You know, I feel so much better knowing mm-hmm. that I can just be able to express my feelings now without, you know, having to think I have to be tough or, you know, thinking I'm a simp or something like that. That's what the word kids are using these days. Uh, <laughs> like, I, don't really, I don't really care about that. You know, I, I was able to, you know, be myself hundred percent. And, you know, if I like someone, I'm going to, I'm going to treat them like I like them. I'm going to say the things that I want to say mm-hmm. because, you know, that's how I feel. Uh, I feel like now in, in days, like people are afraid to say what they say because they don't want to. Yeah. You know? Be too much or they like him so much it's just the weirdest thing in the world to me and i i feel like you know being on the show i definitely figured out um very sensitive and you know very uh in tune with my feelings and i didn't think i, I was mm-hmm. well um i don't want to speak for all women out there but most of us like that we find it in a in a man a very attractive quality so i'm glad that you were able to get to that point and hopefully in the future just feel more comfortable opening up and sharing more right. of the emotions and the feelings because you know we we as women need to hear that shit sometimes <laughs> so uh, no, yeah no i'm i'm i love that answer um overall we ask all of our guests this before we kick you off but overall throughout the entire season and it can be while filming or just watching it back what was your thorn and what was your rose my low was definitely just being sent home, uh, that was probably the worst part of everything. Just <laughs> real life heartbreak. Like I had to go straight to my hotel room. Like, God, this sucks. Um, and then you sit there and you, you know, kind of contemplate everything, and you're just like, I can't believe like I just went through all of this, and you know, it's it's all done. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think that was my love. I think you know, just being sent home and having to have heartbreak like that sucks. Um, I think that. The best part was being able to, you know, have friendships. Like my two best friends now are like Justin and Greg, love them to death. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, you know, meeting the other guys and, you know, obviously forming a romance with Katie. Um, like that, those are, those are things that I love. And mm-hmm. I had an absolute, you know, great time being on the show um, because of that. All right, Andrew, it was so great having you on. Thank you so much for being here today. It was This was great. This was super fun. Thanks, Andrew. Bye. Bye. I'm glad that we were able to have him on. I'm glad that he was able to address, obviously, some things that he probably didn't want to talk about. But having this platform to kind of say any apologies and make amends and to move forward, I think is always great for anyone. So he's, um, he seems like such, he's so chill and like just a sweetheart. He like, 
he keeps it right here. Mm-hmm. But like he obviously has fun, but he's just not oh, too much and he's not too he, little. He's like he's like the right amount. He actually reminds me a lot of Clay. He reminds you a lot of Clay? He does. Like they're just very even tempered and maybe it's the athlete in them where obviously they both play football and they're used to like things being so extreme and heightened that when they're just in their daily life they just kind of you know like yeah nothing chill out but um it was fun to have him on i know he was somebody that a lot of our listeners wanted to hear from would you say though because i mean you obviously know all of the guys living in new mexico was he like the the andrew that we see here today that we just interviewed was he the same guy that you saw on katie season oh hands down in fact I always loved when we were hosting a date and he was there just because he just brought so much levity and the guys were always laughing and giggling around him. And so it just kind of made it more fun Mm -hmm. Um, because like, you know, like even you saw even Greg, like just getting in his head in the group date situations. Mm -hmm. And sometimes it takes a little bit for people to like come out of their shell. But when everybody's like kind of just like laughing and having a good time, like it really helps the situation. So Andrew mm-hmm. was definitely that one person that kind of just lifted everybody's spirits and was just super, super, super kind and sweet. Mm-hmm. And the accent got me every damn time. <laughs> I mean, it's good. It, it was good. Yeah, it's good. it was definitely a fun soul to be around. Yeah, he seemed like he was good morale for the house. So I'm glad that we were able to have him on today. So huge thanks to Andrew yeah. and an even bigger thanks to all of our Bachelor Happy Hour listeners. We love you guys. And we just want to thank you for hanging in with us each and every week and being so incredible. If you don't follow us on social media, you can do so at Bachelor Happy Hour on Instagram and at Batch Nation Pods on both Facebook and Twitter. And as always, please don't forget to subscribe to our podcasts you can do that on apple Podcasts, spotify the wondery app or wherever you're listening to us right now have a good one everyone bye there's a whole collection of black lead products that fit into your daily routine show black founders some love not just during black history month but all year long there is power in every purchase because every time we buy a black lead brand we make room for another black lead brand Black founders and the products they bring to the table are creating a whole new world of choices at Walmart. So this year, I'm really focused on my health, sticking to a routine, and that's why I've been loving Symbiotica. Symbiotica is one of the fastest growing health and wellness companies out right now, and they're one of the only brands that are wholly committed to your health. They don't use any seed oils, no preservatives or toxins in their supplements. They source the best ingredients from all around the world, and they're super easy to take when you're on the go. They also taste good. I try to stay really consistent with my morning routine and something that I always include is taking my supplements every single day. I've been taking these Symbiotica supplements and loving them. My goal has been to support my immune system with the supplements that I've been taking. So I've been taking them every morning with my coffee and my breakfast. Joe does as well. And I've been really loving the results that I've been seeing. My routine, I have my eggs in the morning, I take a Symbiotica and I'm ready to take on the day, hit the gym, I'm more alert, I just feel good. What's even better is that Symbiotica makes it a breeze to stay on track. With a subscription, your supplements arrive at your doorstep every month. Ready to feel the results? Head over to Symbiotica.com and use Bachelor for 15% off your subscription order. I think when, when you're in a relationship, being able to travel with somebody is like one of the best things you could do. I agree. I think some of our best memories together are exploring new places and relaxing somewhere on a beach. So we've 
been working with the brand Beachbound Vacations to find our next perfect beach vacation. And instead of spending hours searching for your perfect beach, take the perfect beach finder quiz and let Beachbound do the heavy lifting for you. Go to beachbound.com to get started today. I mean, I love it. I can't wait for our next vacation. To get started, go to beachbound.com, click be the first to try, and then select take our quiz.